Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Range 20's podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. What day? Oh, my God. It's Wednesday. Today, yes. <laughs> I have to upload tomorrow's episode. Um, thank god that we checked in on what day it is thank god how else would we know how else would we keep track of literally anything no truly i i i I know nothing (laughs) who am i (laughs) like seriously i'm so tired i hear that i really do whoopsie (laughs) whoopsie um i don't know i feel like i say this all the time but i don't know like when i was younger (laughs) sounds so lame but like literally like in college I had so much more energy oh hell yeah it and now like, I do like four things and I'm like I am exhausted yeah it's real it's sad yeah I think it depends though because some days I feel like we don't give ourselves enough credit for like the level of which we handle things like I think I think now as an adult and feel free to disagree but I feel like we used to like listen a lot more like in school like we would listen to people teach us and like would listen to our teachers and like all this shit and now I feel like we have to like expend energy a lot more like we're the ones like doing you know so maybe that's part of it maybe that's me looking for an excuse to be okay with where we are right like retired now because we're wise oh yeah I think that's a beautiful way to look at it I was gonna say because I mean you said that not me I said it because we're wise oh my god you were like now we're wise and that takes up more energy yeah it does it's true being amazing amazing is hard it's hard out there (laughs) it's hard in these streets that's our catchphrase look for the shirts we really do need to make it hard it's hard and it's hard in these streets. <laughs> yeah. Who's to know? Anyway, lots to discuss today, lots to catch up on, but we're going to start it off with a little bit of Pride and Pickle. <sighs> that was super animated. Okay. Really? Okay. 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 I'm going to start with pickles because they're like a little more top of mind. Number one, is that Brenda tried to pickle. Wait, we need. I'm sorry. Brenda tried her first pickle. I did. So I definitely, I feel like I tried one like with you, with you at some point, you didn't I? Or did I make that up? No, you're right. You definitely did, but like, I didn't like it. You didn't love it. And it wasn't like the right environment. Like, yeah. I didn't feel like it was, it was really, you weren't set up for success. I wasn't. That. I wasn't set up for success, but no. then um, I feel like I had a small sliver of a pickle in a burger because you know how they just do by that accident. Together? Yeah, like they just like are like surprise. It was a sneaky so, pick. It was a sneaky pick on. I think it was a Chick Fil A sandwich at some point. But yesterday, well, that sounds delicious. <laughs> oh Chick Fil A is amazing. Fuck, um, can I get Chick Fil A for dinner? No, I should not. I do they have that in the California? Oh my god, there's one across the street from my apartment. How do you not go all the time? I literally don't. 
I don't think I've ever been there once. One time, Josh, one time, for like a few months, Josh got on this kick of their breakfast sandwiches. He was eating their breakfast sandwiches. I'm not kidding, literally every day. And he was like, they're healthy. I was, because they're like grilled chicken. I was like, that is a million calories. It's absolutely not healthy for you. (laughs) But he really thought it was. Or I told him it wasn't. And then, he didn't believe you? And then I think that um, there were some signs showing that it was working out. Dead. And, and then he then realized. <laughs> but Chick-fil-A is fucking delicious. And um, I don't go as often as I should because they're not open late. And, and that doesn't serve my purposes. It doesn't. And also, I don't know if it's coincidental, but they're closed on Sundays. And I feel like every time I crave it to an extent or like could go for it. It's, it's on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. a thousand percent. I feel like I want it when I'm like doing like a like when I'm like driving back from like a long weekend or something somewhere. And mm-hmm. then they're closed and then you have to get McDonald's, which is just as good. But this but is not the same. Yeah, it's just not the same. Not um, the same. So, yes, in, in long story long, you should probably get Chick-fil-A for dinner. I shouldn't because then I'm going to feel terrible. I'm going to feel so awful. <laughs> no, but like there's definitely, which I understand that for some people they're like, eh, like I, I don't have Chick-fil-A for that reason. But most of the time I honestly do get their like grilled nuggets. Um, mm-hmm. And I get like the 12 count grilled nuggets and I mix it with the buffalo sauce that they have. Like I go for like a lighter version and then I still get like a small fry. So there well, are totally- yeah, You got to get a small fry. You got to. But, like, there are totally ways to have the things and make it, like, kind of fit into not maybe going super overboard. For but, sure. of course, they're, the iconic sandwich is the one that sometimes yeah, is the spicy chicken sandwich. And that's what I would want. Right. And then I will feel very sick. And we can't be doing that tonight. Right, right. Like, not on a Wednesday. More of a Sunday feeling. Yeah, that's more of, like, a weekend hungover activity for me. Right, right. Um, but anyways, I did try a pickle yesterday. It was very simple. It wasn't anything that I, my friends would probably want me to try, but it, I really liked it. What um, possessed you to do such a thing? Um, we were at work and we, it was a day, one of those days where we like, didn't bring, didn't bring lunch and mm-hmm. no one was like, no one could decide what they were in the mood for. So we went to the supermarket and we just got like a, <laughs> smorgasburg of like random items Wait, I love that. yeah but it was like a like a weird assortment of foods like we had some watermelon we had some other mixed fruits we had some pickles we had i personally i'm like i can't just eat this i need like a turkey sandwich so like yeah. i also had like a turkey sandwich um <laughs> and that's what possessed us it was, it was like a picnic yeah, it was a picnic, and um, our friend Liz had some pickles and was like, you need to try this. And I said, and you liked it. I liked it. I did. Wow. Yeah. So, big deal. That's amazing. Okay. So, sorry. On to the real pickle. Oh, that's fine. Um, my real pickle is – let's see. Let's see. One of them is – I know I've mentioned it before, but I'm, I wish Botox didn't fade so quickly. <laughs> um. I just really, that's number one. (laughs) That's Um, that's number one in these streets. In these streets, it's hard out here. Um, The Botox is fading too fast. Too fast. My gosh. Then number two is... Pierre. What did you say? I said fair. Oh, I thought you said Pierre. I was like, yeah. (laughs) You know my Botox specialist, Pierre? (laughs) I'll set you up with him. Oh, that's hilarious. No, I just thought you meant Pierre because that was the name of the dog we originally wanted before Eloise. Um, Pierre <laughs> oh, and Eloise, the mini Australian Pierre. Shepherds. 
and then we got a toy Australian Shepherd. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's really interesting what you said about my next pickle is that speaking of Eloise, I feel like this is like embarrassing to share because it's probably something she shouldn't have, but I just found a flea on her and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> oh no, how did she get the flea? I don't know. And like, that's literally the question that I was asking myself and I'm like, damn it, like I'm a bad mom, but I, I have no idea where, like, wait, how did you know it was a flea? Well, I saw one and then we put it like on a plate. And then I honestly just Googled like what fleas look like because she's gotten ticks before because we live like in a very woody area. Fleas and ticks. Does she on a prevention? Yeah, she takes it every month. So like I'm not worried that she won't be okay, but I'm just like, I don't know. It just feels icky. Yeah. Um, Also like if she's taking it, like they shouldn't go on her. Okay, right. So that's the other thing is we are so consistent with it. Like Chris is like on on the job. I'm sure he is. So like, if it were up to me, actually, for Ellie, I probably would be very consistent. But, like, for me, like, my birth control, for example, never take it at the same time. Not good about that at all. <laughs> not good about that. Birth control advice from us. Yeah, do not take it from us. But, like, for Ellie, I probably would do it correctly. Um, But then I just Googled the picture and I was like, ugh. And it feels like one of those things that I'm like, oh, should I be ashamed about this? But I'm like, she's a clean girl. We clean her paws. We clean her body. You, you also, like, food. literally live in the forest. Yeah. But that's what's weird is I'm like, they should like almost die to the touch to her, but they didn't. And it wasn't a lot. Like it was like, it was like, honestly, two. But it uh, to me, I'm like, all right, we probably should do something about this. Yeah, um, you should probably call the vet just in case. Yeah, so we probably will. Um. Well, and then we also got a little, like just a wash. So my pickle portion was that I'm not excited to bathe her after this podcast episode because she hates baths. Um, yeah. I just have a bunch of pickles today. My next okay, one. Okay, share them all. Get them out. Get them out of the pickle jar. This is a this is a vent sesh. My next one is that I got this thing for the back of my phone. I hate those things. Why would you do that? And it sticks to everything. I like, don't like those things. I don't want my phone to be chunky monkey McGee. Like absolutely yeah, not. Here's the thing. I feel bad that I'm mad at this thing for doing its job. Like it's supposed to stick. That's its purpose. <laughs> And here I am being like, you stupid fuck, why are you sticking to shit? Like, that's its job. <laughs> no, I've never been into the pop sockets, the wallets, the sticky mm-hmm. things, the the little things that make it stand up on its own. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Not into any of that. Yeah, so that's my next pickle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. did I have another one? That does stink when you, like, order, you ordered it, right? Of course, yes. You like order something and you think it's gonna be one thing and it's another thing and it's it's upsetting. Yeah, or I you never return anything that I've ordered on the line. I do for Amazon. Amazon's amazing, and this is Amazon, but I don't think I can return this because it's used, like super used. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure. My nana, <laughs> bless her soul. She returns like half eaten food to the supermarket. <laughs> wow. Like he was like, I tried this, it was bad. Yeah. She was like, I tried it, I didn't like it. It's like, Nana, you ate half of it. Like you can't return it, but she does. And that's the kind of balls that I want to have in my life. That's honestly no shame. Man. That is fucking that is peak level no shame. Mm. I have all the shame. Damn. We can't even ask the nail ladies to change our nail color. And yeah. she's going to the supermarket and returning half-eaten boxes of blueberries. 
that is something. Wow. I definitely wouldn't have that in me. And you're correct. No, no way. I get secondhand embarrassment for her. Could you imagine? <laughs> I don't want to ever do that in my life because I, I don't agree with that, but I do want that level of no shameness. Yes, yes. I totally understand that. Like, especially if it's there are certain things that it's like, okay, like I'm paying for this. I am supposed to essentially like it or like like it as much as I can. I shouldn't be just like accepting it. Like if we went in to get a haircut and they like chopped like shaved our whole head, like we would just walk out and be like, Okay, I'll deal with it. Thank you so much. It's exactly what I wanted. I'm going to tip you extra. And if you want a wig store, just like let me know. $50 tip. Like what? Yeah, it's not great. No, not great. Not great. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. My only other one was this like little double layer shirt I have going on here. It's very short circa 2003. what I was thinking. And it just made me like feel a little nostalgic for a moment. For a sugar lip? Yeah. Sugar lips gave me back me. Did they? They did. Wow. Well, we kind of were like back in the sugar lip era, but different. In what way? Like these types of shirts or like some like workout outfits that like exist in the world. There is nothing comparable to a sugar lip. You think? I think they are their own species. Wow. They're their own species. They should never come back. I, I'm gonna buy one. I'm gonna find one, and I'm gonna. We would literally wear doubled sugar lips in gym class. They are so tight and have no breathability no. at all. The sweat on our adolescent bodies would get trapped yeah. and give everybody back me. Yeah, that was really bad. It was um, not a good. If time. you could bring back one item from childhood of clothing what would it be Ooh, that is such a good question like that i would actually wear today mm, yeah or that you just miss or like for fun i think for one for fun one that you would actually wear today okay one for fun oh my god there's so many good ones um one for fun would be Oh my god! There's like the gauchos. Is it like the tie front cropped? Right, right, right. I don't know what purpose those served. Is it like I? I did have a really cool pair of like cargo camouflage pants, and I would so wear those today. They were really cool. Also, you know what I think might be cute in like a kind of world is like the Abercrombie polo t-shirts I feel like those could make a comeback really like I don't think I would ever wear that Here's I think like those could make a comeback with like a cute skirt and like a sock and a and a um loafer wow that just said so much about you I would never think of a sock as an accessory and like a little sunny that's no. how you know that she's like into fashion. I would <laughs> never think of any of those things. Okay, moving on. What would you bring back? I have no idea. I I would bring back things that I probably still own because I'm the worst. Like I still own Uggs. Like I do. Oh, I still Uggs. own probably a fake Birkenstock at this point, but I loved them. Oh, a Birkenstock. Mm-hmm. The most and- uncomfortable shoe in the planet. I don't know why we all wore them. <laughs> why do we love them? Um, 
and what else what was like a you loved those like tie-dye skirts i loved a tie-dye set you love like like a, a i can actually picture perfect this like brown and yellow and pink almost like sweatshirt tie-dye-esque I brown can on your body yep brown yep. legging and uggs <laughs> that was the brenda outfit so she good gorgeous. she was wanted she was the slut of the century <laughs> she was hooking up with cm in the backyard he comes up so much like i wish he knew he's just like such a character in our story like he actually wasn't that involved in our lives and we have made him a central character we've literally made him like he is he's on the fucking credits of roaring 20s podcast and he's even cm yeah he's got like a he's got a principal credit for sure he does he does <laughs> are those um, all your pickles moving on, moving on um my pride is that i went wedding dress shopping and yes which we're gonna talk about shortly 100%. so, so I'll, I'll make leave it at that went wedding okay. dress shopping and it was a good experience we're gonna get all into that because i think the people will want to know yeah let's do it but let's hear about you first okay what's my pride my pride is that um i've been very busy in a good way so that's good lots of things in the air which is good um the pickle is i'm tired but that can't be my pickle um and then my what's my pickle also, my part is that my my skin's being okay for the moment, but like I don't want to jinx it. So like, knock on the wood. Um, and my oh my god, my foot got caught my wire. Um, my pickle is that when I sit for too long nowadays, you're back. And by too long, I mean like literally in one hour, my like legs start to hurt. Your legs. My legs start to hurt. Like, they hurt right now. And I've only been sitting for 30 minutes. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. They were going to say your back. Because, like, every time we finish recording, the second you hit stop, I, like, need to lay down. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, my back feels okay. It's my legs. Like, they get – they hurt. I also sit cross-legged, which is probably not – great for me to do okay yeah yeah. the circulation no good yeah it's not good i feel like i probably have more profound prides and pickles but but those were the ones we chose for those are the ones that i chose today that's okay sometimes we need that like we need to be chill sometimes and that's okay we can't always just need to be honest about what we're feeling in the moment we don't have to be so existential right because like we go there we go there all the time our audience is used to it and like we can just be like, I'm tired. That's my yeah. Today I'm tired and my legs are also tired. So yeah, And I'm old. Thanks. And I'm old and I feel old. <laughs> it's also so funny because like I've had a lot of auditions this week um, and every single character is 15 years old. Oh. <laughs> and I'm truly not 15. I'm not. No, but they fucking love you for it. I play a convincing one, but it's just so funny that all week I'm like, do I look 15? <laughs> Oh, wow. That's a like, really weird thing to have to think about. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so my body does not feel 15, but right. she's out here on in these streets. Like she's 15, year. baby. Wow. That's crazy. Almost double. No, not double. You are double the age. Anyway. Any hoodles. Any hoodles. Brenda went bride. What? Brenda went bride. Brenda went bride. Brenda went. 
what is the name of the dress that you wear is bride wedding dress <laughs> wedding dress shopping all i wanted to say was bridal dress shopping and i that i knew that wasn't right that didn't land no it right. didn't land no um brenda went wedding dress shopping she did and we need to hear all about it what did you okay number one how was the experience number two did you get a dress number three what did you learn and would like want to share with people who are going to be going wedding dress shopping in the future yeah oh those are all such good questions so first of all in terms of the experience overall it was really good and i'll dive into like why so leading up to a wedding dress appointment i was very I was nervous to be nervous because I wasn't feeling nervous leading up to it. However, I have such like a specific history with like trying on clothes and like going shopping and my body and like all this stuff that it's almost like I wasn't actually nervous, but I was nervous that I would start to feel it like as the time got closer. Um, And I had like a pretty like a bigger group than I expected to come the day of. So I think also I was like, oh, it's going to be a lot of opinions and they're all going to be loving and positive. But this is just a very interesting setting to like experience a sensitive, but also exciting, like very mixed emotions type of situation. And having to like filter people's opinions while like taking them in, but also sticking to what you feel is right for you. Like that's definitely a tricky situation that that we come across in like a lot of different situation that one's just like very apparent that that's what's going on yeah and then also I think too it's like wanting to authentically feel and process whatever you're feeling but I think just because so much is going on at once like it's also a little distracting so that's not against anyone it just is what it is so we couldn't before we move forward though going back to what you said about like feeling nervous because of of feeling nervous about your body and clothes before Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like experience like for you leading up to it? Like, what did that draw upon? And like, how did you maybe like combat that going yeah. into it? Yeah. Well, I, so after we got engaged, I made, I like got pretty ahead of like things that I needed to do, um, pretty quickly. And like, even if I didn't, even if I wasn't going to go like dress shopping right away, I made the appointment pretty far in advance. So, like I've known about the state for a while and I made like a, I don't know if I want to call it a promise or what to myself that like for this date leading up to this date, I would do what I could that was in my control to just feel proud of my choices leading up to that date. So I didn't say I, I had to hit a certain goal weight. I didn't I say I had to love that. Yeah. And like, I really your choices. I came back to that exact like sentiment at the end of every single month. And I, yeah. I started working with a personal trainer back in, I want to say March, mm-hmm. like late March. And one of the things that she asked me, cause that's their job is to be like, Oh, well, what's your long-term goal? What's your short-term goal? What's blah, blah, blah. And I remember saying to her, then I wrote it in like the form I filled out um, that I just want to be able to go to this dress appointment. And just regardless of how my body looks, regardless of the scale, regardless of anything, know that I have had been more intentional in taking care of myself over the past couple of months. And yeah, so I think I just I made that. Um, I guess I set that intention a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. I reflected on that intention at the end of every month leading up to it. And that came with like adjustments like, oh, how can I adjust here? How can I adjust there? 
because really like the whole notion of like feeling fat or feeling unhappy or like all those little things are really influenced more so by like how we feel, right? So how we're thinking about how we're feeling or how we're thinking about our choices. So I'm like, I really want to be able to direct my thoughts in a way of like, regardless of maybe how your body looks or whatever, you should feel proud. Or comparing to like how other people's look or how other people's look in dresses or whatever, like, yeah, but it's really just about you feeling proud of what you've done that's in your control. Exactly. So I really, and I really made it like very habit focused, whatever. So I, I reflected on that. Um, I set accountability for that with working with someone um, over time. And then I also was just, I think I just, I picked the right people to surround myself with in that situation too, who all like meeting my friends and family that did come where, you know, they, they were honest about their opinions, but they were also maybe even overly cautious about what they said or didn't say, but they just were conscious of like, this is a big deal. And like, we are, we care for her and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So, um, the intention, the reflection, the accountability, the, you know, following that accountability, um, with myself, because I know that I probably wouldn't have felt as like happy. And it's, it's just me being a normal, honest human of like, if let's say I set this intention and fell short every single week, every single month, and like, I don't know, didn't honor those choices, then I probably would have felt like a little bit more down, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause we feel that way when we don't keep promises to ourselves. So yeah, uh, that, and then surrounding myself by um, the right people. So with all that being said, I did feel that way and I did feel proud. And I think, no, and I think that that's great stuff to share leading up because I think it is one of those events, like just as like the wedding is yeah. that like people have an idea of like what they want to look like on mm-hmm. that day which is very influenced by culture and comparison and Instagram and blah, blah, blah. And I think people think less about what they want to feel like on those days and are just way more focused on the outer image. And like you said, like that's not always in your control or realistic or right. Like, you know, you may want to look like, I don't know. Selena Gomez, but like you don't look like Selena Gomez. (laughs) Like you can't do that. Like, to put it the emphasis more on like how you want to feel and and that is in a sense in your control like I think is really really a helpful mindset to share with people because I do think you know because of the social media society like it's so easy to just focus on like I want to look this kind of way yeah for sure and I think that it's it's definitely something that is like talked about and felt and comparison is a real thing. So I am proud of the way that I prepared. I'm proud of the way that I felt. But then at the same time, definitely like leading up to like right before we were going to leave and whatnot, I did feel myself just I don't know how to describe it. Just being a little bit in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that I was particularly thinking. Actually, yeah, I guess I could pinpoint what I was thinking. This idea of like, oh, well, what if I go And what if nothing works? Like I have said since we started planning our wedding, I have said that like for some reason, I don't know what it is and maybe this shouldn't be my intention, but I just really want it to feel authentic. But at the same time, I want it to feel authentic to the people that we've grown into. Mm -hmm. So like instead of like Brenda and Chris's love story from 
12 years ago. Like I really wanted to feel like, wow, they've grown. This is their story and they've, you know, evolved together. And these are the people that they've grown into with each other's support. And that's a very long like sentiment, but, but I feel that in the way that I want it to be represented for both of us, but also how we've grown individually. Like for me, I think about my own personal growth and I'm like, I am not the same person. And there's so many things that like, I know a a younger version of me would be so proud of. And the same goes for Chris. Like there are so many ways that people describe him as now that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've seen this I don't know if potential is the right word, but like I've seen this potential in him for years and now he's really embodying it. Mm-hmm. And and that's why our like partnership has just grown so much more. So I felt that. So I think also fit, picking like a style that I feel like represented adult isn't the right word either. I don't think because I know I said this to you too personally too, Ju, but just like, I don't really know. Maybe that, like this element of you guys or this essence of you guys. Yeah, like this, this essence. And then with my own like, um, outfit choice I think that for some reason especially with the relationship I've had with my body in the past I feel like I have worn things maybe not in the past like year or two I've I've worn things that are maybe a little bit tighter and whatnot but before then your girl was always in a fit and flair your girl was always <laughs> in like um a very specific style so I think that this also feels like an element of my own personal development mm-hmm. that I want to really choose feeling like confident and proud of like what I've built mentally physically I love that I yeah. love that so um there was all of these different sides of ourselves and you get to choose yeah. what side of that like you want to showcase or embody on that day for sure yeah, yeah. and I feel like I've always said that, that people definitely seem to because I think it's the side that I lead with most of the time is like people in a work setting even in a work setting see a lot more of like my soft leadership type of side mm-hmm. and I think that fewer people get to see the more like bold side of me and yeah so anyway with all that being said I did have a moment when we were trying on dresses too though that I was like dang like I don't want to be feeling this way but to an extent there was like a small sense of disappointment because I tried on a couple of dresses and they were this more like bold style for me and as much as I got a lot of like positive reinforcement, I think it feel right. Day, yeah, they didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's like so much more about how we feel in something. Yes. And I just didn't feel it. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I do have to settle to an extent for like a design or style that like maybe I didn't think I would go for now, but just like looks better on me. And I also think that it's not settling. I think it's like, it's like you, that essence that you're talking about, that's not going to live in a dress. It's going to be how you show up on that day. And like you can bring, even if you're in like a super princessy gown, which might like, which you might label as like softer or younger, like if your energy is this like bold boss side of you that you want to share with like the closest people in your life when you're feeling the most comfortable, like that's what's going to come across, you know, it's not so much of like the shape of the dress. It's really, I think how you and Chris are going to be together and with your guests, like on that day, that is really going to elude that feeling versus like a shape of a dress you know because it's kind of like playing fake dress up like you can put on a doctor's outfit but someone might not believe that you're a doctor 
you know? Yeah, I do. I do. That's actually, that's really powerful. I didn't even think about something like that, that way. I think there is a lot of like pressure on what like someone wears and like what the focus is, but I'm, I tried to really use this first experience. Actually, I think every single person that that like went was like, you know, there's a high probability you're not going to get a dress today and that's okay. And I'm like, no, I know. <laughs> um, you like get excited and you're like, but what if I know how to dress? But like, and then I think about it and I'm like, there are so many little things that anyway, I'm glad that I kept trying on dresses despite that feeling because then I ended up honestly trying one on that like was very much what I envisioned wanting <laughs> um and it worked really well so there were just a couple of little things that I think I would be curious to see mm-hmm. if exist differently so I just made another appointment so that I Good. can yeah because like I know you said to me that there were some things that you would want to change about it and like I'm sure yeah. that there's dresses that are similar that might have the things that you want like yeah. you don't need to settle because you try you know because it was close you know you should yeah. keep going until it really feels like the right one yeah. You're not in any rush. You got the time, yeah. girl. So no, not at all. So I'm like, you know what? I I will try that on. So that is all of the things about the experience. The person that we worked with that was the stylist was super sweet. The people in my life that I went with were super supportive. How many did you try on? Um, I think like maybe 10. Like it really was. Oh, is it? Um, like I guess I ex- I expected, I don't know what I expected actually in terms of how many. Um yeah. but yeah, it was in terms of that, it was easy, um, like trying things on and whatnot and seeing. And in your body, like physically, how did you feel? Like, were you able to keep that essence of like just feeling proud of your choices or yeah. did you find yourself kind of dipping into old habits? Yeah, no, honestly, like I think there are certain aspects of things that I forgot how it came up. But like our friends, I think there would have been a phase where I would have felt very like triggered by certain things. But honestly, like. There were a couple of instances that I even thought about in the moment that I was like, well, I would have reacted to that differently in the past. Like, for example, um, like I was trying on a lot of things with like a low back. And if you know me, you know, I never wear a low or open back. I just don't. It's not my thing. But I actually tried on a lot of dresses with that. And our friends were like, she works for that back. She fucking look at that back. And I was like, in another life, something like that would just make me feel weird. But mm. I didn't feel any which way besides proud because I'm like, I do work for that back. I yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think that was like interesting to notice and that it wasn't like triggering or anything by any means. And then also to be very transparent, like there were some things too that I didn't feel bad about, but I just like, think it's a normal thing to look at to wear something and be like I don't love the way my belly looks in that and that's okay. that's so normal yeah that's and, so normal and I think that that's that's where so our, our friend Haley is so like just get stuff like that where it's like I think there are certain situations where it's like it's okay we don't have to ignore certain things right um, you could say like you don't like the way it fits you like that's fair that's right. exactly. there's a million other things that fit you I think there's a difference in saying like I don't like the way that this dress makes my stomach look versus I hate my stomach right like, I think that that really is the difference because there's going to be another dress that like you love how your stomach looks in it like exactly if no, we're not using that kind of talk with ourselves yeah exactly like I think that's the difference is whether like you're making yourself the problem kind of or yes. what type of emotion you're attaching to it because I've totally had times where I've been like 
I hate the way I look in this and my stomach is fat and like, like all these terrible things. But in this, I was like, honestly, I don't love the way that like this lays on my body and that's okay. Um, so I think that would be something that isn't even like old habits. It's just an observation that is maybe not the most positive about my body, but really observation focused. Um, and then so it was the back thing. It was the belly thing. Oh, and then just like little things that in the that in the past, I'm like, oh my gosh, that would have set me in another direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there was something that this woman had said about um, a dress existing because as you know, like they clip a lot of dresses for yeah. you. They're in very standard sizes, whatever. And she had said something about like plus sizes, which let's just put out there. There's nothing wrong with that. We are beyond inclusive. We love all of the body shapes, sizes, everything. However, I think if you've been in a position like myself in the past where it's like making comments about your body could feel just like uncomfortable or whatever, or if you've ever experienced any sort of like dysmorphia and you're, you know, maybe you see your body one way and then someone else comments on it and it's another way, like it's very trippy. Um, So another thing, which this woman was just suggesting, like, hey, I don't have it in this size, but I have this dress in a plus size that you could try on to see if you like this color better. I guess it was like a different shade of white. (laughs) Um, And in the past, I totally would have been like, oh my gosh, she sees me as plus size. Like maybe I look different than I thought that I did. Right. It would have just sent you down a spiral. Yeah. And it was just, it's been really interesting to note things of from a true place of, of like observation of like, whoa, that would have like affected me differently in the past. And it's not right now. That's pretty cool. That's gross. Um, Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So that was that in terms of the experience, in terms of body. And then I forgot what else you asked. (laughs) Anything that you would like want to share, like anything that you learned or experienced that you would like want to share with someone who is going into the experience themselves? Yeah. So definitely to as much as you, I don't, for some people it excites them to look at things ahead of time and for other people it doesn't. I would say it is important because the appointments are shorter to go in with an idea of what you may like Mm. and then an idea of things that you have liked on you in the past. Because I had both. I knew knew the type of shapes that like maybe I currently wear that I like or styles that I've worn to prom or something like that that I've liked in the past. And then I had like in an ideal world, this is what I like and is attractive to me. And I understand with the disclaimer that this is someone else's body and it doesn't make me the problem. (laughs) But um, so having like kind of those two separate lists and also having that in terms of like different parts of the dress. So between the top between whether you want straps between and you might not know and I think that 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 just doing a little bit of research ahead of time helped me see what I found attractive right taking it to the next step of like here's what I find attractive on myself yeah Um, yeah that's great yeah so those were kind of the little things of things I really like things I don't think I like and being open to the fact that they're probably going to change once I try stuff on Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that's that and just bringing people that uh you feel supported around because I do think that if there are people that you maybe don't feel comfortable around or whatever um it could make the experience very different yeah absolutely oh great tips bud thanks Ju thank you for sharing and I know you didn't get something but I'm glad that it was like such a positive fun experience and that you're gonna like you know keep 
looking and finding the right thing. And who knows, maybe you'll go back to one of those that you like. Yeah, it's super possible. And I guess that would be the last thing that I would suggest to someone is like, even if a part of you, the same way that our brains are like, maybe you're going to fail and you're never going to be happy and you're never going to blah, blah, blah. You're never going to be successful. <laughs> like my brain partially in the beginning, like when the woman asked me, she was like, are you nervous? And I was like, I want to say no, but part of me, part of my brain is thinking, what if there's nothing that works mm-hmm. for me? And that's just, there's no world in which there's no world. Yeah. There's like, 8 million bajillion types of dresses out there. Like you can keep on looking, whether it's the first dress you try on, the second dress, or I think about Jack Vanek from the Lady Gang who tried on 137. Like there's something out there for you. And also like you could try on 137 and then go and pick the first one that you tried on. Like that's okay. Yes. So there's, there, there is something there for you the same way that, you know, there is your, your dream life or a life where you can be happy. Like there is a dress for you and you just have to do your best to not lose hope and try and see the good in each experience. Even for myself for this, I'm like, you know what? Like i whether I go back to one of those dresses or not, like I made the most of this experience and it did teach me something. It, it truly taught me so that before I had this call a couple of hours ago with the next place I'm going to, I, I had such specific like directions. Yeah. <laughs> so it's out there for you and you're, you are beautiful and your body is not all defining. Um, and you will find something that you feel comfortable and happy in. So those are my tips. I love it. We'll leave it at that. I hope everybody has an incredible weekend week. Um, please share the show with your friends on your Instagrams, on your TikToks, if you like it, which I hope you do. <laughs> and um, please leave us a rating and a review. And always like our DMs are open. If there's anything you want us to talk about, or if you took anything away from the show, like please let us know. We love talking with you guys. And we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. We love you guys so much and we'll talk to you soon. Oh my God. And thanks for coming on like this journey with us as we like get older. Oh it's like God. really crazy that I just dawned on me as we were saying goodbye. I'm like, fuck, like we were saying goodbye like three years ago, like thinking about like things for coming on our journey while we like figure out, you know, like if we're gonna like, I don't know, do this kind of job or not and whatever, which we're Literally. still doing. But like now it's like, thanks for coming on this journey as we're wedding dress shopping. Like crazy. Crazy. Shook. Crazy well. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.